I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. No, no, Jim, I'm no, listening. no, that's it. Jim, I'm listening. No. Got, you've got my undivided I don't want it. I don't want it because I'm, I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm not going to enjoy the sweet spot. I'm <laughs> not going to enjoy listening. it. It's too I'm late. Listening. I'm listening. It's too late. <laughs> Get it out now, can all I, of you. Come go, you can hammer us now. Say whatever you want. But you've got 30 seconds to type it in there. And then let's just the all, is- can we all draw a line? Because actually, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go behind the curtain here, right? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to James and Flav for now. We are currently recording this with our patrons. I'm looking at the live chat. You can join us if you would like to, but do not ask any of them for a review because we're a little bit late today and we're a little bit, um, and and our people are angry right now. A couple of minutes now, late, and, and, I assure, and I assure you, we are normally never late. We are <laughs> we are never late. And if you want to enjoy on time premium content, there's a link in the description. You can join us for our mailbags and join us for the podcast live as well. But we are late this time, and our people, our moist slugs, are annoyed, and so we're giving them thirty seconds to write whatever they would like to <laughs> into the chat. I know I can read a few out, and I think this is a good yeah, go pl- it's a good place to start because there's uh, the 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 comments last week were awash with anger, Flav. I've never seen such a such an upset bunch. You and... you mean in YouTube? Oh no, yes, yeah. Liverpool uh, Liverpool fans oh. they weren't happy. They weren't. Happy. Oh, what a shock! <laughs> what, what what Liverpool fans not happy about something? Wow! <laughs> what did I say? Something that was offensive or hey, somewhat I'm, uh, irritating? I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to move towards a, a you know a peace treaty here. Why? I, well, because there's lots of them. No, I don't want to upset them more. Right. Okay. Your channel. Your channel. Yeah. And no. But and so I thing is right. Do you know what I will allow for? So, okay. Right. Now there's a lot of comments, and I had to I had to poor me. I had to read through all of them. I actually got to a point where I searched. I got. To, I've never. I don't think we've ever had so many comments. It's crazy. We. What did we say? What was so bad? It was just. The, it was just the discussion of VAR. Uh, so it wasn't us saying that you know I feel sorry for the Liverpool fans that you know don't want to replay. It wasn't that. Did you? They skipped past that. They did seem oh, to well, skip that. They see. They enough. skipped past. That's actually, that's a good point. They skipped past the 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 loud. Sorry, the the silent majority. Who you were speaking for and showing empathy towards and suggesting uh, feel sorry for these guys being dragged through the mud. They don't need that right now. But they they sort of a lot of people seem to jump over that corpse and onto um, you know, the fact that we we 
discussed or or maybe focused more so on the top line that the the media was using that Jurgen Klopp had asked for a replay. But people have said he didn't ask for a replay. He asked for so let me read this out. Samuel Prenith. And we'll do this quickly, all right? Because I want to just let's just I'm, move forward. I'm, a difference I'm well opinion. over it. Yeah, I know, as am I. Replay fallout. Because I, I, I hear what I hear what you're saying, and I want you to be heard, guys. Okay. So Samuel Prenith says, It's great that everyone's getting on getting in on this dunk fest. <laughs> it's not like Klopp said what he said because he was literally specifically asked what he thought would be a fair resolution to this issue in a vacuum so 55 likes on this so although so this is what i'm okay this is where i'm struggling with and this is where i'm going to leave it <laughs> people are saying that he didn't ask for a replay but he was asked it, if it was a fair resolution he would say like a replay in a vacuum there's a vacuum that samuel's talking about in this vacuum world that he's living in he's saying that there should be a replay so what I'm hearing there, <laughs> he, said, he said it, though, Flav, didn't he? He said, he said, I'm sure he said it. Okay, so this is what's happening. This is, the, and, and, and please let this be the end of it. This right, is what's this happening. This is your last, this is your last chance to speak about it. <laughs> yeah, let this be the but last one ever My said. last sentence is, I hear that he said stuff after it, but he did say it. That's where I'm at. I'm all fans, all fans, and I, I did it as well with Conte is they will defend to the hill whatever their manager says, barring some extremities. And all they're doing is they're, they're, they're reframing what he said to suit an agenda. And I get it. And don't take that as, a, an, as an attack on you. I'm just saying that's what all fans do. You're, just, you're simply reframing it to suit your agenda. And I'm simply hearing it to suit my agenda. I don't believe what you're saying. <laughs> I think it's nonsense. But that's fine. You're entitled to it. I don't, I'm not rattled by what you're saying. Don't get rattled by what I'm saying. You don't have to go to the comments to, to express this. But do, obviously, it's engagement and it helps support that. But, you know, just it's, who gives a shit fundamentally? <laughs> Christ's sake. Well, a lot, of people, a lot of people, I would say. He wants, he wants, if, 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 so you're saying that if, 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 if someone said, oh, actually, go on then, have a replay, he wouldn't go, well, no, 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 what I meant was in a vacuum. This is still not a vacuum, right? <laughs> do, even, do you know what I mean? Come on, boys and girls and ladies. I mean, non-binary. Yeah. It's um, um, Jim. Anyway, people are angry. Uh, Jim, 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 Jim. Just um, got, uh, well, but we. I promised I'd read out of you, So hang on, James I'm Raven. James Raven. He says I am also angry. Um, Is this about us being late? Yeah, Reese says I can't do this anymore. Um, Catherine says we pay our hard-earned money on you. Um, shocking yep. behaviour, says Nazim. Jude says rumours of a revolt going on for the slugs. Is something happening here? Um, Reese Jones says it's thirty seconds over. I'm still raging, so they're not happy. <laughs> what what is what does a revolt look like? I'd love to know. Oh, little sluggy revolt. It'd be a slow paced yeah, one, wouldn't it? What are you, <laughs> slow paced what, revolt. What the fuck are you not going to do? What are you going to do? Eh? Show me, um, Jim. Can I can I ask you something? <laughs> something that's sort of been bubbling away over the last week. Oh, lovely. Do you think? That Harry Kane regrets leaving Tottenham Hotspur to go and join the uh, Bayern Munich and play in the Farmers League. That's the question. He uh, must have crossed his mind. He must have been sitting there eating his sausage and going, "Is that racist?" No, I'm sure it's fine. 
Can't be racist, Germans. That's but. a tra- traditional dish, isn't it? The old, the old verse. Yeah, I know, but you wouldn't say it. I'm not sure you'd say it about another culture, but I think white Europeans pretty much you can say whatever you like about right, them. Right, yeah, that's, that's say, yeah. Pretty much safe there, yeah. I think you're safe there. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so, so yeah, sitting there eating his uh, cornflakes and um, eating his sausage for breakfast. Yeah, uh, and he's probably he's he's looking at it going, oh, oh no, like my family. Oh, apparently you can't say sausage. All right, well, my apologies. Don't cancel oh, really? me. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the, yeah, uh, he, he's sitting there thinking, like, the Spurs are like they're having a lot of fun over there. <laughs> and they are top of the league. And I've left my entire family at home. So I'm not like, I don't have the comforts of my family around me. I'm having to play with these players I don't really know. With a manager who's a bit of a nutcase in a league that's beneath me. Surely he might have, in, in the... In the in, in the last three months gone, oh, if it wasn't for Daniel Levy, I'd still be there. Yeah. Well, I, even if it's... um, Maybe he's obliviously been just enjoying all the goals he's scoring, right? But at at said breakfast, mm. um, where he's um having his sausage cornflakes, I think I've said earlier, by mistake, he... It's, the, it's his wife, isn't it? His wife's gone... His wife sat down with her cornflakes like this. God, she's gone... Mm. He's, she's doing that face. You and haven't he, shared your camera, so I'm just having to pretend to see what you're looking I'm at. Sorry, yeah. Mrs. Kane comes in with a. It's her, she's at a corner. She's at the breakfast table. She comes in with a face like this, <laughs> and Kane's just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of milk. Way too much milk. He's one of them. He's not like you know some people. You know some people like a tiny bit of milk. He's like that. <laughs> gold. Just thinking of gold. Gold. Oh. Gold. <laughs> Just thinking of gold. And he's happy. He's happy because yeah, that's all he's it, happy. It, all he thinks about is gold. Because all he wants is yeah. All he wants is a diet of cornflakes and gold. Yeah, look, I appreciate that. Look, right, and, and, you know. Mate, but his wife then goes just cracks his reality. He's finishing up. <laughs> Gold. Right. As Mrs. goes, we shouldn't have left, should we? <laughs> he said, what do you mean? He hasn't looked. That's the thing with Kate. He hasn't even looked. He hasn't looked at I'm what? Not, have you seen the table? Not, <laughs> They're winning. I'm not sure Kane's even aware that he's in a different country. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah. Well, this is what I'm saying, Jim. It's like he's there. He's joined Bayern Munich to win the Champions League and win the league. Are they third in the league? Tottenham Hotspur are top. Are they third in the league? I think I think this is what I mean. I think everyone's like, why is he? He's not even he's not even bothered about the goal scoring records because people are like, why would you leave Tottenham? Think about the goal scoring record. No, you, you, he knows you, he's you, coming back. You're way you're way too zoomed out. All he thinks about is goals. Where's where's the next goal? <laughs> and at Bayern, there's more goals to be had. He doesn't want. Yeah, thinking about. He wants an easier league, so he can, so he can get facilitate. More get, get more goals in his gob. That's what Harry <laughs> wants. You don't give a shit about. Yeah. It. You don't care about he records or, or trophies. Not... We've all been having this conversation around him. He's like, but you, Harry, needs to go and win a trophy. He's like, I don't care. I just yeah, want, I want cereal is... and goals. <laughs> <laughs> all he wants. That is, that is it, Jim. 
He's not even aware of the targets. He's not aware of what he what he can achieve. He's just in the moment goals. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Goal. What sort of targets are you setting for yourself this year? Goal. Do you mean the goal? Do you mean the goal? Well, yeah, that is yeah. a target, Harry. Yeah, but sorry, I mean, I just meant if you could zoom out for a second, just a little bit more. You know, maybe like top goal scorer for. Well, that'd be so. I will have had lots of goals. Yes, Harry, you would have scored lots of goals. Well, then goals. Well, goals is my target. Um, the thing is, is that he would have got so many goals at Spurs. He would have got all the goals at Spurs. Like he, he would score. He would have scored more than Haaland will score this year if he would have stayed in Postecoglou's Tottenham at, at Spurs with this system. He would have been bagging goals. I, you know, I was sort of pushing the narrative of, of Richarlison being like the right idea, um, as this sacrificial striker. But now, when you see Son remember. just like popping in goals here and there, you just think. Kane would have popped off, wouldn't he? Yeah, no, he would have done. And and and, and I wonder if the title talk at Tottenham, which obviously is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> actually, is. go over to my YouTube. I've just ch- switched up how I'm doing YouTube videos okay, now. I'm doing okay. it down to camera, yeah. And there's a video that's oh, going out. Finally. Not now, not yeah, not now. It's right, not there right. yet. Don't All bring right. it up when it when it does arrive. Yeah, yeah. yeah it will be here today. It'll be telling a lot after oh, this. Exciting. Up. exciting. Yeah, when you when this is when you when you're watching this, you can go to my YouTube and watch my video on five things that need to happen in order for Tottenham Hotspur to win the Premier League. Exciting. Um, obviously, obviously we can't. But if but if Harry Kane had stayed at Tottenham and we were in the exact same position, do you think that more fans would be looking at Spurs as legitimate title contenders? Obviously, that's mental. But if so, we had Harry Kane in this. If we had Harry Kane in this, uh, yeah, of course you'd have you'd have a better player there. Yeah, so, so but would people? So, but hang my on. question, Jim, my question isn't about Harry Kane. Is it would they take Tottenham Hotspur as a club more le- legitimately, or would they continue to say, which is a narrative? Well, it's Spurs. Obviously, they're not in the title contest because that's all they've got at the moment. Not statistically that we're top of the league going into this international break, better than any other team in the league. There's the, the evidence <laughs> is right there, right? But that we are the best team in the league. Yeah in the first eight games, but we can't win it because we're Tottenham. And that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Are, are people concentrating on the road that you're on right now, AKA the data that we have with us at the start of this season, all the fog and noise and the rain around it. What's going to get you to the destination? Stop looking at the fog. You need to concentrate well, no, they're, on the opportunity they're, they're, here. That is the road. It's a good point you make because the fog and noise of the, uh, of our past, the checkered past of Tottenham Hotspur, mm. When actually you've, we're a bit of a worldie right now. Whereas back in the day, we're you know, slanging it around on the street corners, <laughs> literally for a long time. Spurs were just on a street corner, and imagine a man just with their trousers pulled down to his knees, and he's just bum out. That was Spurs. <laughs> yeah, that was Spurs for twenty-five years. This now we we're being wined and dined in high-class restaurants. Right. Back in the day, it was just on the street corner with bum out. And from the front, you go, wow, he's got his penis out. That's quite the power move. But if you just gently walk around, you go, hang on a minute, this guy's vulnerable. Knees are slightly bent. Yeah. <laughs> Thighs pulsing with the difficulty of the sort of gentle knee bend. That is the pressure of the league. The um, so So hang on. <laughs> Christ, where are we? So are you saying to me, are you telling me that Harry Kane has cost Tottenham the Premier League title. No, I don't think he has. Oh. I think he's he's actually we're we're in a better shit. You need that as a title. No. Yeah, of course. I mean, if we had Harry Kane, <laughs> no, I don't need that as a title. But joke, joking is like you're because you're saying that Tottenham would be considered more so Premier League 
title chases if Harry Kane was there, right? I'm saying I'm saying that the, the narrative around Tottenham Hotspur would be different if Harry Kane was still there. Would be we be more likely to win the league? I don't know because his existence at the club would have, there would be a shift in in what Tottenham are right now to back to, to somewhat to what we uh, were previously okay. when he was there. Where he was the main guy. Maybe him leaving. Have you heard of the Patrick Ewing theory by Bill Simmons? Yes. Yeah. So uh-huh. the idea that someone who's commercially and you know is essentially the big fish in the small pond that is is sort of a commercial and a media personality. But and, and and but never quite managed to lead his team on to success. Leaves to go elsewhere, and then that team gets better because of the absence. A vacuum, if you like, is created and is filled by the quality of other players. Right. So that's the idea. It's not actually proven. Most people discredit it, but it's it's a nice idea. And and, and to in the first eight games of this season, it's somewhat proven to be that we are a different type of club and team now. And I can say with a, a certain amount of hindsight which is always useful to have, that that there were, there were, I always used to say, I'd say often on the podcast and and, and on this pod as well, is that we are in, there are many, many teams that don't have Harry Kane that are better than Tottenham Hotspur. Tons of them. Right. We finished eighth. There were seven teams better than Tottenham (laughs) in the league last season that didn't have Harry Kane. So what we've done is, had created a squad of players and a, a style of play and a new manager that didn't need Harry Kane in order to be successful. We'll see how it goes towards the end of the season, but so far it's been fantastic. So are you saying that Tottenham are better, are a better team now without Harry Kane? Or if I was able to go, Harry, Harry, can you can you look at me, Harry? And he's just got goals, goals. And I'm like, there might be some more goals over here and I can take you over here if you'd like. And you're like, and yeah. he's going, he's going, will there be cereal? Yes, Harry, there'll yeah. be cereal and there'll be goals. Would you take him and would you think that you'd be a better team now if you were able to parachute in Harry Kane? Obviously. <laughs> right. So, so, what, so him not being there is going to cost you the Premier League title, essentially, is what you're saying. I'm, I'm saying, won't it be an incredible season that we managed to do it about him? But I'm asking you, you're saying that you'd be better with Harry Kane in the team right now, and therefore you're not as good without him, and therefore he is hurting you. Yeah, and imagine what we're going to be like in a year when we've really started to cut, you know, the, the wheels are fully in full motion. But hang on, you're not... Can you, you are, you're either better without Harry Kane or you're not. You're saying you're not because you're saying that he'd be better if he was in the team. What, what you're asking me for is an opinion, which really doesn't mean anything. All I can say to you is look at where we are in the league compared to this time last season that had Harry Kane, to, uh, Harry Kane player in it. Right. See, I'm, can I suggest the idea that... If we had Harry Kane and Son, I'd be right now going, I think we can win the league rather than actually saying... Right now, we're not going to win the league, but we could give it a go. Whereas with Harry Kane, I'd be going, if we stay injury-free, we could win the league. That, that's the difference. Okay. Of course, we'd be better with, it, with him. What I might... I would go back to your kind of Patrick Ewing theory, which uh, Scottish Tarko said um, said that apparently, actually, the, the Knicks didn't actually get any better. But anyway... Wait, Scott, who gives a shit, mate? It was in 1999. Why don't you fucking grow up? Who cares? But the point I would say is that um, Harry Kane is a, a he's an attention vacuum 
and or or, or yeah. a sort of attention magnet you know even if he wants to or not right as is and because if he's there and he's not signed a contract right say he's still there and he's not signed a contract yet that would be all that would be being discussed and the feeling around the club would have other stories around it so i would suggest i get it like if you pick him up and it, you don't have everything that's around it obviously like he's a better striker than anyone in the world really so yeah. so that would work but actually i think the truth is you're better without him I think that there is an argument for it and it's easy to make because he isn't there, but you just don't know what we would be like with him there. And the, the, what what has been great as a Spurs fan this season is having players who are buzzing to play under Andrew Postecoglou, but more to the point, seem to be buzzing to play with with each other. And the chemistry in the squad is something that's really infectious as a fan. When you've got a, a, a group of players that clearly love playing with each other, the, the results have been incredible, but also that mood that's created by them is infectious and the fact that Kane isn't there means it's easier for like Son is now the man right Son is our club captain he is our leader and he would always uh, would have existed in the shadow of Harry Kane while he was there so perhaps we wouldn't get the Hummin Son we're getting now which is he's scoring a rate similar to Harry Kane is uh would have uh, did last season so yeah, I mean, look, I mean, who knows? Who cares, really? I mean, fundamentally, you wanted out. Oh, I think it's interesting. I, I think it you're better. I, th- I think you're better. I think you're better without him. Look at us. We are. We are better so far. Would you look? Would you? What is better though? What would, if you put him back in? You don't know how good Spurs could be as it stands right now. You look at the evidence and say, yeah, all right, fair enough. Uh, can we? Can we put this one to the chat? I'll just get an answer. Better or worse? Well, I've put forward my theory. That's kind of put forward is the other theories. Are Tottenham better or worse without Harry Kane? Give me some yeses and nos. Uh, here's a comment. I actually found this funny. It's like the the, um, the kind of caveat because what I would like to know as well is the sort of um, the sort of mindset of of the Tottenham fan in the international break as we find ourselves. Uh, so what does this say? F eight A one X Horizon eighty seven. <laughs> He said, as a fellow Spurs fan, I feel you, Flav. If any team can pull off an invincible season, which so last week we were talking about if Spurs won, uh, went invincible and how that, uh, but you suggested that they would do that and then not win the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, if any team can pull off an invincible season, brackets, and this is what I love is like, so this, the bra- normally a brackets in a sentence won't be longer than the sentence itself. <laughs> but he said, as a Spurs fan, well, I feel you for anything can pull off an invincible season, brackets, zero chance of that happening with Spurs either way. We're one centre-back injury away from a disaster, not even taking into account that what could happen if Madison or Son missed a good chunk of time. Yeah. And still find a way not to win the league. It'll be Tottenham. I <laughs> just love that little caveat yeah. there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I did uh, the ripple effect with um, Harry Brooks on Tuesday, and I asked him a question I wanted to ask you. And I, I might have asked you on the mailbag, which, of course, our moist slugs will have enjoyed already this week. Um, I asked, that, is it more annoying that Tottenham are top of the league and Arsenal have got the same points, but you're above them on goals scored? Or would you just rather they would were fourth? Yeah, much rather they were fourth. Okay. Of course. You're just like, when, when they scored against Manchester City, and, and I'm sure they felt the same when we got over the line against Luton. I mean, there have been tons and tons and tons of gooners piling into the Tottenham versus Luton game. Luton versus Tottenham game. What? Hold, what? Hold a minute. What? What was that? 
I've heard that um, Tottenham have gone down to 10 men before the first half finished. Shit. I go and watch that. Watch them get lose to Bluton. That'd be brilliant. You can imagine they're rubbing their hands together. Come on, let's all get down the pub and watch Spurs get beat by Luton. It'll be hilarious. We have to batter off all our, all our Spurs mates. It'd be fantastic. Then we went on to win with 10 men away at Luton. Can't, know, cel- can't celebrate, right. though. Can't celebrate, though. I'll celebrate that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I saw a lot. I saw a lot of Arsenal fans celebrating a last-minute winner against Manchester City, crying. Some of them were crying. Um, and it's fine. You should be able to celebrate it because the point of going to football and watching it anywhere is celebrating for fuck's sake. Anyway, if you, if you, if you, it's just part of the course, isn't it? Um, but yeah, don't get me wrong. When when Man City, when Arsenal scored against Man City, who were shit, by the way. Man City were that. I'm honestly. Can I just say something? I'm, I'm, in my head, I've got like 16 points to make, right? But I'm just going to make a couple. One, you know, it was annoying when Arsenal uh, beat City and went level on points. But they celebrated it like they won the World Cup. And so they should, because they managed to, you know, get near Tottenham. Understand it. It's a big, big day for them. Um, <laughs> the other thing is, what an absolute disaster of an advertisement for the Premier League that game was. Have you ever been more bored in your life, Jim? I know you like all the tactics and all that nonsense. But generally, as a game of football, and I watch a lot of football, Jim, you know this. You love it, don't you? Um, I, I love it. I love it. What a fest. An absolute bore fest. Uh, Manchester City without Rodri are all right. Mad to say, but they are all right. They're like a, a Basuma injury to Spurs. It was... Uh, it, do you know... Do you show... Arsenal weren't that much better. Joy showed I looked for at me, both of them. I don't fear either of these clubs. And we've given we've given Klopp a tough, tough ride, right? Last week or so, but I still think Liverpool can win the league. By the way, and all, but more so importantly, I. those great games, right? Those great games, Liverpool, Man City. When you watch those, and they finish two two, but more importantly, sometimes they finish like I don't know. It might be tight. They never like they never go at each other, and the reason they never go at each other is because of Klopp. And because of Liverpool, not because of Man City. Because Man City are completely about control, which obviously we all know this. But so when Arteta, when you've got Arteta and Arsenal, who are, they're the little brother, Arsenal fans are going to hate this, but they are essentially the little brother to Man City. And they're trying to sort of, they're trying to Serena them, shall we say. They're trying to kind of outgrow them. And, you know, Arteta and his tutelage there under Pep, has he, you know, has he been able to learn all that stuff and has he got a mind that can can jump beyond it? I don't know, maybe. But that game screamed of not wanting to lose it more than going out and winning it. And actually, that's what I kind of spoke about in my match reaction was that, like, the detail of finding a different way of winning it from Marteta was really clever, but at least he kind of did have, he had a sort of gentle go at it, but like to not, to play as narrow as both those teams did, probably because personnel missing a little bit, but Man City in particular, like not playing, say like Doku, it was, um, it was one where Man City probably for the first time ever went, went and went for a point. I think they went for a point. Overall, they were absolutely fine with the point. And those games are really... It was... it was um, Yeah, it was crap to watch. It was crap to yeah, watch. Yeah, I'll just say, look, there's a lot of people around the world that are paying a lot of money to watch this. We all pay a fortune to, to pay for Sky Sports and BT Sports. Sacrilege to some degree. Mm-hmm. You charge a fortune 
for your fans to get in that stadium. The, 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 the bare minimum, you shouldn't be boring people to death, is all I'm saying. Someone needs to have a word with both clubs. What a boring... Bo- this is supposed to be the flagship game of the season. What a load of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's not... I mean, like, it's, look, Spurs might lose a few, few games, but no one would be bored watching Spurs. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Postacoglu would be like... Postacoglu probably watched it, and he was like, nah. Give the ball to nah, Jack Grealish and keep, let him have not, a go at him, right? Not for if me, you, mate. Might, not for me, but... Oh, no. Oh, no. Give the ball to Matters and let him have a go. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I want to... Yeah, yeah, like, maybe... Hopefully, we're going to, like, return back to that, like freedom at some point that's why that's why i would like i would really love to see liverpool have a proper go at it because at least they do have a proper go at it the liverpool brighton game before was brilliant it was class yeah. like he had teams yeah, yeah, having a real go at each other trying to win it thinking it was one that was like our our best chance of winning this is like i don't i'm not sure if we're not going to concede so we best go and try and score a goal then like I love that. I, 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 yeah, no, I, 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 I think Liverpool definitely are definitely in the title race for sure. If you look at the loss to Spurs, you know all of the mentalness that came out of that game. They went down to nine men. You know that doesn't happen very often. They should have had a goal given to them. They could have got a draw in that game. So, you know, if I'm being really kind, Liverpool could have escaped with a point. Um, but you know, drawing away to Brighton. I'm supposed to be giving them credit there. Yeah. So no, I just read Tom Jordan just said replay it. I say <laughs> the uh, and the Brighton it's not game. Funny. It's not um, funny. It's not funny. Away away at the Amex is difficult for anybody. And Brighton, after you know, first half they weren't they were okay. They conceded two goals. Second half they were much better and probably should have won it. But you know, it's different from Man City. Man City seem to be getting off quite lightly because of what they've done previously. But they've effectively lost two games on the bounce. That's like, you know, what, thirty percent of what they lost last season. Are you saying, you say he's got to go? I mean, I wish he would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sick to death of him. But, do, you think, um, do you think there'll no. be like a renewed buzz when he leaves, <laughs> just because everyone's like in, in the Premier League? Yeah, it'll be so much better. <laughs> yeah, of course it will. What do you is, do? You not think is Pep Guardiola hurting the Premier League? He is. A, of course, he's hurting the Premier League. I don't. I think that goes without. I mean. You, you, there will be certain news, mainstream news outlets w- w- that would argue otherwise because, you know, they love it mm-hmm. and they want Manchester City to be conquering in Europe because it's better for the, the domestic game and all of the news that can be created out of it. But as a fan, as, as, as looking at the competition, you 100% want Pep Guardiola out of the league completely. It's, I mean, imagine how much more balanced it would have been over the, year, over the last three or four years. You know, Liverpool would have won a couple, Arsenal would have won the league. Not that I want this, but in terms of just as a taking my Tottenham hat off and just looking at what how interesting the Premier League would be. Yeah. I, I look do at how many games Manchester City, the points that would have been shared across the league in games that Man City wouldn't have won. The relegations would be more more interesting because people would be picking up points. 100%. Yeah. Do you know what? That's, um, yeah, it might be, that might be a ripple effect episode. What if, if Pep Guardiola yeah. never come to the Premier League? Well, like, the football that's being played like throughout the leagues and stuff like that, I wonder if it would be different massively different um people saying oh, this is what, i did want to talk about this so who is the most irreplaceable player in the premier league and the reason why i thought this was a good thing for us to talk about mm. was the fact that first of all i'm seeing a lot of comments where obviously people are talking about tottenham uh can they do it should they do it uh, no no of course they can't because if you lose a center back 
or Madison or Basuma. Yeah, we, we've got five players we can't lose, and that's a bad position to be in. Okay, who are the five players you can't lose? Van der Ven, Romero, Basuma, Madison, and Son. Yeah, okay, that's a lot. So that's it. So and the, when... the, the drop off to yeah. people that would come in is huge. So huge. like we need to get to January quickly. And and just I'm sorry, I'm just quickly. Will Daniel Levy for the first time? He's had two opportunities previously to what, go buy his it. way into a title challenge. Yeah, we'd need to spend, and this is mad, but spend a hundred million pound in. Every time you look to the right, <laughs> you know, you know, it's, <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I try not to speak when you do it because it kind of fucks it up. But no, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't, the, it doesn't. The uh, 100, 100 million, we'd probably need to spend 100 million in January, which is, we're, li- we're getting a little bit like, to some degree, it's a bit greedy, isn't it? Because we just <laughs> spent loads in the summer. But we have spent, we sold Harry Kane, so there's money there. Well, cause so what I got, let me just say oh, one more fucking thing. <laughs> Mate, please say loads more, we've still got another 20 minutes. You think Tottenham Hotspur, you think Tottenham Hotspur are this club of failure and and... And and underachievers and perennial, um, you know, just shit, a bit, a bit of a shit club in terms of top six. That's what everyone thinks. It doesn't matter what happens, Tottenham will never be able to win the Premier League. <laughs> Fundamentally, the game is about money now, right? How much can you spend within the rules of FFP and Premier League financial rules? Right. Tottenham Hotspur are generating so much money due to Daniel Levy's business acumen. Three. Huge amounts of revenue. Three cheers Massive. for Daniel. Three cheers for Daniel. We have had a conversation on the pod last week. Is uh, is do we forgive Daniel Levy? <laughs> is it time to forgive him? And 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 what we've said is no one wants to forgive him. So we've just gone. Well, you created a mess. Now you're cleaning it up. That's where we're at. <laughs> right, right. The uh, but the in terms of financial power and clout, Spurs are moving into or, or have moved into a scenario where we will be able to spend fortunes and be compliant with FFP, whether we will or not. Whether that's Daniel Levy's aim, I don't know. Mm. But compared to other clubs, we're generating huge and huge sums of money. And uh, so maybe we will have to force people to realign their their, their, their opinions of Tottenham Hotspur in the coming decade. Um, yeah, so good. Sam Fredgold, he says, spend all the money, win all the games. I mean, all you have to do. That's the rules. So on the Ripple Effect, we, uh, we were saying what will be the day. And actually, it's a YouTube clip on the channel if you want to see it, guys. But we spoke about what the day the day that Tottenham become title challengers. And the day is when you play Man City because you've got the five games before that. You've got Chelsea at home within that. And obviously, that's a test. Villa, tough game, of course, as well. But you've got some winnable ones in there as well. So if you can win one of those Chelsea-Villa ones and then win all the rest yeah. as well, you're, you'll be... In the hunt, in the pack, they might say. And so then if you are, if you can get through Christmas, I know this is all very easier said than done. Like you're saying, there's a lot, you're in January, son. And once you're in January, then you can spend all the money and win all the games. Um, yeah, well, this is the thing is, will, will Daniel Levy gamble in that moment? And it's not a gamble because you've got Posta Coglu. The other issue here, Jim, is, is do gamble in January knowing that these players that you bring in might get you over the line now but don't deser- don't serve the, the wider plan so that's ridiculous to right. some degree because you've got to live in the moment but if you're going well no we've got targets that are available in the summer in the long run this is going to make us a better squad or we have to go for lesser targets that serve the short term now mm. but cost an equivalent amount of money what do you do? You have do you to deal with the backlash of the fans for not doing it but knowing that the greater good comes from signing these players in the summer what do you do in that instance? It's a tough one. 
That is a tough one. Do you, what is it one where you, you like you go, like maybe meet in the middle. So how many players do you think you need? No, you said five players there. So, and we're going to come back to this irreplaceable thing. Like if you've got five players, because I think that'd be an interesting thing for people to do in their heads when you're talking about, say like, I think Arsenal. So Arsenal, for example, they have one irreplaceable player now for me, which is Saka. I don't think there's like you can or maybe Martinelli to a point, but at least you have other players that play in that position. With Saka, you have no one else who really plays in that position, like naturally. Yeah. Um, Man City, I, look, I want to talk about Rodri as well, but Rodri is one you could maybe put in there, De Bruyne, but again, we'll get back, back to that. For, so with Tottenham and January and spending all the money and winning all the games, is how many do you think you would need? And what positions, and this is definitely a, ch- a video for your own channel, would you need in January to sneak yourself a Premier League title? We'd need... I think we'd need a... We'd need an... It's difficult because everything's going so well. So you think, oh, which player would... We'd definitely need a number 10 and a six and a centre-back. I think we'll score goals, enough goals, regardless. So if you, if I'm saying free transfers, it would be six. a centre back that's as good as rem- a number six. You Basuma. need a six. What, but what about you? Got Bentancur, you got Hoiber. You could Benton play Gordon's there. Good shout. Hoiber, Hoiber, he's good. Yeah, at- skip, you got Skip as well. That's all you've got is defensive midfielders. Or yeah, no, but the, the Basuma is is the key. The part of the reason why we're so good is because Basuma is so good. Joke, yeah. All right, look. All right, okay. All right, right. Charm me. Okay, so maybe we've got, we're right in six. Let's say then, uh, let's say free, free, free players. It'll be a centre back that's as good or just below the level of uh, Romero and Van der Ven. It will be a someone who can play in the attacking eight to take over from Saar or Madison. Saar's different, but Madison certainly. Or if you're chasing the game, you take Saar off and bring in someone who's who can do what Madison does. So it'd be that, and it would either be a left winger or or a centre forward. I'm inclined to say bringing in someone like Nico Williams uh, or Neto, someone like that. And I think Neto plays on the right mainly, but yeah, someone who, yeah. So someone who's essentially better, much, much better than Richarlison. Right. Bless him. And we've had, we've got, we've got uh, Perisic is out with a cruciate and Solomon's out for three months. So we've just got nothing on that left-hand side at the moment. Interesting. Is it and I Johnson think if we bought that, We'd give it a shout. If someone said to me, look... We'll give it win- a shout. Oh. Oh. You're basically going to be halfway there. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, okay. so Brendan uh, Johnson doesn't play on the left. He plays on the right. He can play on the middle. left. He can play on the left. As well. He can, but he's not. He's a right winger. He's a right winger. He's I know, but he can play on the left. Yeah, but you win the lift with makeshift players. Let's, let, we need specialist players on the left okay. hand side. That's one. So next question. Come back to irreplaceable, right? You lose a player for you lose a Tottenham player for three months. Which player does the most damage in terms of losing them? Basuma or Madison? I presume it's those two. It would be, well, no, it's not that because like you say, we have midfielders and we might be able to adapt. Madison would be huge. That's like losing Son or Kane last season or the season before. I Has, spot, can I, I ask, can I ask you another question? Big... Sorry, quickly. In your podcasting yeah. um, chats, has anyone had the audacity to say, to call him Madders yet? We do. We all do. That's horrific. Yeah, but he's 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 transcended. It's not like he's like he is like our mate. The way he talks, he's like our mate. Um, but I agree with you. It's uh, it's a little bit soft and wet. Um, I'm just want to pick James Raven on. Says he literally played on the left hand side against Arsenal. I know he did, but it's because we didn't have anyone else that could play there. Pretty much. I think he could do. So, uh, I think he could out. do something there. I think he could do something there. I'm just saying. He could do something, but I'm saying, look, get someone in who is, is a specialist there, so we don't have to, to make things work. Is what you're saying? If you're saying top four, we probably got enough to finish in the top four, but. I would say our top four places under threat if, and this is the more to the, the answering your question, Van der Ven or Romero get injured. Then we have Eric Dyer or Phillips, who's played eight games in the championship. So that, that's the drop-off. If one of them get injured and Romero has, a, has never gone through a season without injury, we've got Eric Dyer. So if you had to say we could only buy one, it would be a centre-back. Interesting. I love taps over of uh, Leverkusen. Although they're top of the league and... Marco Alonso's, you know what they should do, Liverpool? Sack Klopp at the end of the season. Get Alonso in. Say thanks for everything. Thanks for the memories. You are great. It's time to move on. I wonder what Liverpool fans think of that. He's, he's done wonders at Leverkusen. No, he's killing it. it yeah. I he could win the league. Klopp's I got more left in the tank. He's got more left in the tank. I know he's got more left in the tank. I'm talking about being proactive in your decisions. <laughs> Liverpool are a big foot. Club. They're not Klopp FC. They're Liverpool Football Club, as they always say. Okay. Sack him. Sack him now. No, not now. Give him the end of the season. Liverpool, listen to me. If you consider yourself a big club, I'm sure you do. At the end of the season, sack Klopp. Get rid of all his backroom staff. Get him out. Remove him. Scratch his name so off and you, bring in Xavi Alonso. You sent. So it's a bit of a bit of a Birmingham City move. You're, you're popping in there. I see. The old like now, what the is old going big, on at that football club? It's a big club move, isn't it? They basically they've gone. They said Tom, Tom, Tom. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that's what's happened? It Tom. You know, you said you wanted to be really involved in this, and Tom's busy, isn't he? Tom's playing golf. He's he's doing all sorts, and he's, but he's also kind of you know. Oh yeah, I have said I'm going to be like really kind of involved. And it's like, oh, you, you know really what? You want him involved, though, do you? You don't yeah, want they, him yeah, involved. Do. But like, you, you know, you're, you understand elite sport, Tom. What should we do? 
you know, we've got an international break here. Could you just give us, give us a bit of guidance? He's busy. He's got a tea time in about 30 minutes. He's got to get across town. And he's thought, he's, pat, he's thought, um, who's, the, who's someone I know? And he's had a quick look at the MLS. So I probably should know my own league, shouldn't I? Well, actually, but it's Birmingham, isn't it? So is there any English people uh, knocking about in MLS at the moment? Rune, R- Rowney? Get, uh, get Wayne Rowney in there. Yeah. You're the boss, Tom. That's what it, You're the that's boss. What it feels like. Eustace it feels with the like elbow. The... Poor Eustace. It genuinely feels like that because of the American influence at the club, and not to say that that probably won't serve, it will serve them well in the, in, in the long run, how you'd hope if you're a Birmingham fan, but to look at it as Eustace has done an incredible job to get them. They've been such a nothing football championship football club for a long, long time. Mm. So much so, literally, if you're not interested in the championship, you never think about Birmingham City. I'm genuinely looking at it and, and, and looking at what they've done this season, getting into sick and thinking, being mildly interested. Like one of them ones like, oh, what's going on over there? That's how I feel about Birmingham. But now I'm like, as oh, good as it gets. Oh, well, that's a shame. <laughs> what, that's, what, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. The, you know, when is important with all these things, right? Because what's the story now? The story for Birmingham City is now to, to fail. Story is. Sorry's not really look, look look at John Eustace getting this you know band of players together. They've actually got a lot of talent in there actually as well now. Now you've just gone, Rooney, well, you better do it because we had a good thing here. It's just a stupid, like it's a stupid addition to the concoction of your season. It's just dumb. It's just stupid. It's stupid. It's just let it play out. You can't get Wayne Rooney at the end of the season? Of course you can. If it doesn't work out, you can yeah. you, you put a plan in. But you give the current incumbent a chance to build on the success he created. And I'm not saying that Eustace will go off to another football club like QPR might look at him and go, oh, maybe we should give him a go. It might, it probably won't look, work because often the manager needs tools to work with. Obviously, they're not miracle workers. And as you say, Birmingham, and I, you know, much better than I do, but they've got, you just said that they've got a crop of players better but, than you, 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 you. Yeah, they brought in a lot of interesting, like a lot of good, good players. And if things are going well, they've got a squad good enough to make an impact, maybe sneak into the top six. But like, I mean, I guess, again, January, they might spend a lot of money. Um, someone just said they're like, oh, Cameron Fraser, taking Ashley Cole with him as a coach is genius, I reckon. To what end? Why, why do you think that? I mean, yeah. that, it sounds good. Yeah. I get it. It's Ashley Cole. But... Thing is, as well, there's like, there's growing, they, you've got to be clever with the growing pains of a club because when you raise the profile of things, you can you can uh, it can lead to people losing value in themselves and because they basically they've ripped out the backroom staff as well like all of them gone and he's brought in um john o'shea and ashley cole and like we've seen this before like okay look they're going to be excited about the that those people right because they've done incredible things in the game but can they actually connect good coaches but can they connect with those kind of players like i think sometimes say like zinedine zidane like real madrid you go off like you are looking at the uh, you know you're looking at these players in the eye and by that i mean like they want to be you and that's not too far away and you go well this is the blueprint and they go okay boss and it all works and it aligns right they're good but enough it, to do it as well but right? if he brings a, you get, give zinedine zidane he goes and manages stockport county it's just too far do you know what yeah, I mean? exactly so, so that's too, the problem you'll have with rooney and ashley cole Less so, John O'Shea. Like that—that that is that could have that could lead to too much distance between the two. Whereas you might have, and but Birmingham have been playing quite well. Or, or sorry, what I heard um, the other day was that you know 
there's a um the Portsmouth manager Danny Crowley I want to say he was saying that I this will be something he'll have known he's probably been a dead man walking for a little while and they will have um so with that as will the group of players and the performances have been pretty solid recently I think and maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm wrong this is what Danny Crowley said said you've seen a response there from the group so they obviously like John Eustace so it's just it's just it's unnecessary there's so much stuff like that it's weird and and look just because they have a high profile in the game doesn't make them good coaches and they, what essentially they've done is break up what is a good atmosphere good vibe, yeah yeah For the first time in a long time i'd imagine uh they um they're feeling good about their football club they have uh they lost to norwich they beat huddersfield 4-1 they've just won uh derby against west brom 3-1 that's it um they drew a qpr and lost to preston away good which point. is no so, I just yeah, just it just yeah, like, and, and, and and they're break, they're breaking up this good mood and good feeling, and and Wayne Rooney's got to come in and and and, and maintain that, which is difficult. They're yeah. human beings; everything's going to change. And it's a stacked league, right? So like, but look, Borough like had a tough start. Now's now you know finding their feet under Carrick. You've got West Brom can always do something, but Southampton will make a bit of a charge at some point, like. The, the the team Sunderland are really good. Ipswich are really solid. The teams that went down last year, Norwich as well. Like it's it's pretty stacked at the top there. So yeah, to get in, it's, it's so, strong championship. That's the one thing you could spin is you go look. We're not actually too bothered if we go up this year or not. And so, but we do want to get Wayne Rooney in whilst we can because we think he's amazing. I mean, but he's not done amazing stuff just yet. Like he's at, he's. But MLS doesn't he, really count, does it? And, and the Derby thing, the Derby thing was like... He did well, didn't he? He did, he did brilliantly. Right. He did brilliantly well. Yeah. But it's a very um, odd scenario where, bizarrely, the, there's a lack of pressure there because he was just, you know, up against the wall, basically. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, sorry, yeah, so <laughs> irreplaceable players. Rod, this is the thing I just want to talk about. Rod, like, well, first of all, a couple of things. So the four players I had, like, can these, t- can these teams win the league without... Rodri, can Man City win the league without Rodri? Yes, probably. Salah had as being pretty irreplaceable for, for Liverpool. Saka for Arsenal. And I had Madison for Tottenham. The Rodri thing's funny, right? Because it's such an important position. I think they're actually missing Kevin De Bruyne as much, if not more, in when it comes to those big games to just provide those big moments. And I think Haaland's mm-hmm. struggling a little bit without De Bruyne. But it's amazing... It's amazing to use that as an excuse when you've got someone like Calvin Phillips just sitting there. Yeah, he looks—he just looks like a shadow of him uh, of himself, what? though, doesn't but he? But he's lost. not been given any opportunity at all. Uh, it feels harsh, man. Well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's harsh. But obviously, everything that's happened, preceded his 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 recent starts due to Rodri's absence, has been has done nothing for his his career. You know, he spent two years or eighteen months just sitting on the bench. And and that would do nothing. The players have to play, and that sounds like an obvious statement. But you're you're going to fall off playing at this level if you're not playing there consistently. The ability of which you can, you know, demonstrate your skill on the pitch is damaged directly by how often you play. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Um, let's move on because we've got lots. We've got comments and stuff to talk about. Um, yeah. We'll talk about Anana maybe next week. Okay. If he makes another fuck up, which he probably will, what a mess. Funny, isn't it? Did, yeah. Someone gave me an excuse for him saying that, like, oh, you know, it's all the injuries at Man United. That, that's why he's having such a tough start. And I was like, 
what? <laughs> what, so I, you can't save a shot? <laughs> yeah, and he's making mental decisions. His position is mental as well. But uh, can I just yeah. quickly pick up on something that Maguire said this morning and I was reading when I was having my, uh, uh, my cup of tea? He was said, uh, look, I'm, I'm not going to sit around here and just play once a month. I'm not going to sit around here and just play once a month. And I'm like, well, you had an opportunity to leave for West Ham and you played every game. You didn't go. So what the fuck do you expect? Yeah. Yeah, what is he, why has he said that? It's a weird thing. It's just come out. It was like in the press conference. It's like, I won't sit around and play one game a month. But do you know what I'd do what if you? I was Harry Maguire? You know, people go, oh, Harry, would you do an interview for it? No. No, I'm not going to say anything right now. because yeah, It's just going to get picked apart. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Honestly, like, it's, it's not. I I, I'd love to. I'd love to. But um, but no. But we've got some great questions about Beckham. He's done a documentary. He came back from like a really tough time, and 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 maybe that's a similar thing to your career. Yeah. yeah but if I say that, people are going to compare me to Bex, and I'm not as good as Bex. So it's just best that I keep my mouth shut. No. Yeah. Just please, because anything I say to you, you're going to bury me, aren't you? Be honest. Um, you're gonna honestly, bury me. there's so- nothing he can say. There's nothing. Yeah. I would like. That's a bit for the, That's a bit for the podcast. Interview comments that come out of Harry Maguire's mouth that are actually li- like that you can see with an element of empathy that he's just trying to answer a question that will then get picked apart by the press and Twitter and whoever else. Just for the Harry, because I, I, he seems like a bloody just a solid bloke, right? Harry, please, if you're if you're if you're watching this, and there are professional sports people which I'm about to talk about who do watch and listen to this wonderful podcast is there oh yes do not do any interviews just don't just crack on just keep your head down and if you want to take anything from bex use that stoic desire to just crack on and absolutely like flab just said move play redeem well you could have left I get left. Should have left. Exactly. There we go. And there we are. Um, great moment for the uh, podcast here. The Jim Big Laugh Award is on its way, and uh, 114 likes on this one. Stephen tries. We uh, I suggested that maybe he does listen to the podcast, and there he is in the comments. 1.5 mil subs, Stephen. Congratulations. Um, he said, "I only is that watch." Good? Yeah, is he said, good? "I think it's pretty it's solid, isn't it?" It looks pretty good. Yeah. He said, I only watched to imagine myself a Flav's vape with a horrible emoji at the end of it. <laughs> Truly horrible use of an emoji there. There you go. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Just give, him, give, him a, give him a quick blow, Flav. Can? I just did. I don't think no, it's crass. No. On One more. One more. There you go, Steve. Enjoy. There you go. So, yeah, that did uh, tickle me. That was good. Yeah. Hope you're, hope you're enjoying the pod, Steve. I mean, if if he hears a nos joke, he's there. That's the thing. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah, loves it. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's made me laugh. Oh yeah, um, Ainsley Harriet celebrations in the wild. Oh, what what's going on him? Someone's just joined the. F- oh god, what's he doing? Someone Jim. just joined Discord server. Yeah, someone's uh, people are watching this on YouTube won't understand what's just happened. There's a geezer called Matt MS. You prick. He's just joined the Discord. He's joined, we're trying to do a podcast, and he just joined it. Actually, I mean, you got to say something if you're here, mate. I ain't got, I ain't got the minerals. You ain't got the minerals, Matt. All right, never mind. Uh, Drew Badenoch. He said, my colleague just walked into my office at work while Jim was doing his chef dance. It's not my chef dance. It's Ainsley Harriet's chef dance, first and foremost. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, what the hell are you watching? 
So I gave him my brief explanation saying he might like the podcast and he should watch. He searched it on his phone and he saved to watch later. Great work by Drew. I said to him, wow, this is a big moment. I think I may have just created a new dry slug. To which he responds, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> You're so weird. weird. Just watch it, mate. And when you know, you know. Which is good. I like that. Um, but uh, I, got uh, s- I got sent this, uh, by the way. No, there isn't a video, is there? Oh, yes. Is there really? Oh, yes. But um, sa- sadly, from a professional of sorts, but f- um, not the professional in the sporting arena. But I'll, t- I'll talk about that in just a second. But here is... Um, Here's our boy, Tom Jordan. And uh, Tom was, uh, they were talking about the concerns that they've got. And uh, I was, he was talking, his uh, co-host here was talking about, um, <laughs> he's talking about stews, making a stew and, and comparing that to Bournemouth and saying that um, if you're going to make a stew, sometimes you'll, you'll put bacon in it. But you don't put bacon in at the end. You put it at the start. Anyway, he starts cooking. So he's got, ingredients that he can't quite use he can't open the packet like he can't open that bacon packet we've all tried to do that that vacuum pack stuff it's impossible alex scott nowhere to be seen tyler adams you can't even open him Uh, i think that when that is chucked into the mix i genuinely think it's going to be it's going to be exactly what we need and there it is our first good work our first but not our last hopefully ainsley harriet jaffan celebration now, I is it a coincidence? I don't know. I got first of all, I got a message from a professional sportsman on Instagram this week. You know who you are. I'm not going to reveal your name just yet. And he said that he would be up for doing the Ainsley Harriet celebration. What? What? What's really? Wow. I also so, but it wasn't within football. It was in That's a different fine. sport. Okay. That's fine. Now, so, and also, it might, we might have to wait a while uh, for fine. reasons I won't go into. So we'll sit tight. It's going to be a while. But again, don't be afraid, professional sports people. I was also followed by a random footballer. I, and I don't mean that as a dig, in case you are listening. But I didn't expect the follow, let's say, right? You followed me, I followed you. Okay, so if you are that person and your initials are KS, I think, then you are in the arena as well. So, can we please see a goal and can we please see the Ainsley Harriet goal celebration? Oh, that is the aim for the season. Don't be afraid, you're safe. You're in a safe space here and you will be lauded in love forevermore. Um, but yeah, so we're it's it's a possibility. It's not golf. Golf, that'd be great. Saying golf. A little hole in one. But anything is fine. You realise that this is the likelihood of this. Well, I assume the likelihood of this, of this happening was so remote yeah. that I'd kind of forgotten about it. But that is sensational. What, Jim? Can I find out after? Yeah, of course. And but also, I was slightly disappointed. You know, Flav, Flav said quite clearly we would love to see some celebrations in any arena, any celebration. Now we saw one from Tom. Well done, Tom. But, else, but elsewhere, you know, five aside or, you know, Sunday Workplace. Sunday League, you may be filming it, uh, whatever it is. Like, there's got to be, there's got to be some six-pack slugs out there playing sport, ready to celebrate with Ainsley Harriet, with Ainsley Harriet celebration. Just, I want to, to see it. Yeah, come on. This is like the most important thing to me mm. this season. Uh, Mark, top, <laughs> top. Sorry, go on. 
What were you going to say, sir? Just someone said, get Bessie's back. That, that was such a... Men- <laughs> when was that? Was that two seasons ago? That was a great Must time. Number 69. Yeah. What a ledge. <laughs> what an absolute ledge. Is he, is he still your background picture? No. Uh, anyway. Uh, You're only, my background picture. Oh, brilliant. Uh, right. A couple of top comments just quickly. I just thought this was good. Rossi says, could Pep do what Eddie did with Bournemouth over the same period? Yes. Better, much better. Could Although he did do well. Pep do what Eddie did with Newcastle. What you don't know. I mean, the, the Newcastle thing, yes, because eventually the money would come in and he'd buy the players and it's Pep Guardiola and he'd be able to get anyone he wants pretty much, right? As, but Bournemouth is different. No matter your Pep Guardiola, convincing someone like Haaland to join Bournemouth would have been difficult, you'd imagine. Yeah. I, I think oh, eventually he would get it. I think he would struggle in the short term. Now, what am I saying? Of course, he, I mean, could he? I don't know. It's hard. The thing is, he should. If you want to prove, I've said this before, but yeah. if you want to prove yourself as the best manager, well, go and do it as someone that doesn't have everything available to you. And I'm not taking anything away from what Man City have done. Incredible stuff. But we're bored of it. We don't give a shit if you win the treble again. You've done it. It's boring. No one cares. No one, literally no one cares. Unless you're a Manchester City fan. And even Man City fans are getting indifferent to their success. Such is a shame. I but, yeah, so I chatted with uh, so James Wayne's got a channel called Citizen Wayne. He came in the podcast last week, and he did sort of allude to the fact that it's kind of fun them losing a couple of games, just to sort of like make it interesting. Being in that situation, yeah, that they're wanting to lose to make it interesting. But what it's human nature, though. It's human. Like, there's nothing they can do. I appreciate what he's coming from, Jim. Shit. I'm not having a go at him. I'm just imagine being in that situation. It's not good. It's not good. He's got to go. They've got to get Pep Guardiola out of this fucking league. For the good of everybody, including Man City fans, okay. get him out. Uh, He's Mark, a for the football league. Mark Fawkes, I've been doing the regulator for years now. This was a top comment that I wanted to put in there, and uh, now, and I fear I'll never be able to sleep again without thinking about Flav. So last yeah. week we were speaking about the, the regulator that Flav does, where he sticks his leg out, and I'm, I'm sadly, I'm going to have to uh, admit something myself. Started oh, yeah. to do the bloody regulator, and you he can't yeah. sleep properly without and it. And I, I can't, yeah, but like I also agree with Mark. The the people around the world thinking about you as they drift off, it's yeah, it, it it's getting I love it. it's happening more and more because I think of you I think of you most nights now because I keep doing the regulator. I, mean, I, that's, I think that's about that's you a lot. Generally, I, I I don't need some sort of regulator to think about you, right? But but <laughs> just 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 to reiterate it, if anyone out there, if you want to think about me before you go to sleep, and I love it, I love the idea. And actually, I wasn't aware of this, so when I go to bed tonight, I'm going to be thinking about all you thinking about me. But um, as you're falling asleep, just stick one leg out on top of the quilt. It doesn't have to stay there forever, and it regulates your temperature. It's yeah, called it's the regulator, really and it does. It's lovely. And then once you're ready, you just put it in. If you leave it out for too long, it can be a bit hot once it goes in, and right. then you deregulate. So be aware. Regulators, mount up. It was a clear black night. Uh, okay. Do you know what I did as well? Uh, can, does anyone else do this, right, when they sleep? I'd love to know. <laughs> Christ. I do this, and I think I've spoken about this, and I do it more and more, and it's a, and especially when I'm really tired. As I'm drifting off, and last night I did it so loud, I do this, I'm drifting off. At, so we've gone to sleep. Night, love. Night, love. Right. About five minutes later, I'm, I'm off. Right, I'm literally about to slope into the sleep. And I go, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, does that. anyone do that? Huh? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Does it anyone else hard. do that? Is it just me? It's just like something, no. I don't know if I'm like exhaling. <laughs> we always no. joke that like, as I, 
as I die, I'll, uh, the doctors will go, he's gone. And Fam will go, no, he hasn't. And then, she, then like a second later, you'll hear, huh? Now he's gone. <laughs> Does anyone else do yeah. that? The all caught horn. The all caught horn, he says. The all caught horn. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a case. Huh? It's so weird. It's actually weirdly satisfying though as well, but you then end up... You hear it? Yeah, and you end up laughing. So it then puts you back another four minutes. Because I've then now got... Right, I've sort of woken up again. It's really annoying. Um, I, uh, I, I have this thing when falling asleep now where I will be able to tell when I'm about to drift off just almost to the second because my I will start thinking in a way that I dream. And I'll, right. I'll be I'll be awake, Ooh. but I can feel it, and then and then I don't remember anything, and I'm off. Pretty cool. <laughs> Tom Jordan, all got tuck in synergy with the all got horn art. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, Taryn says, I think yes, but a more elongated satisfies. <laughs> so all right. So as as well as your Ainsley Harriet celebrations, can you all just send me a voice note <laughs> on Twitter, just going, what's the sound that you make as you drift off? Is it the same one? Uh, and in a new low point in the section I've got um, <laughs> under the section top comments, Ryson Pease 92 says, how long are your average wheeze and has anyone experienced wee envy? My wheeze average about seven to 13 seconds. And if I'm at a urinal, I find myself having to stand there with no flow because I'm too ashamed to walk away for the other guys who have been there since before I walked into the toilets. That is a weird thing, isn't it? Kind of, is you're sort of more of a man if you wee for longer. If it's a constant it's... stream for longer, yo. Wow. My dad's at, <laughs> my dad's at urinal for about three minutes. It just dribbles out now. That's a shame. That's a shame. He's got a tiny dick as well. <laughs> it's very fat, but not much length to it. Sounds like a grower. <laughs> I hope so. Right. Uh, uh, new bit here called Forget About It. Varget About It. Uh, Josh Garbutt says, great bit for the next pod. If you could use VAR to replay and reverse a moment in your life, what moment would go to VAR? Mine is a classic. Playing football at school and stretching for a ball, trouser rip, full exposure, and I had to wrap a jumper around my utility belt. Utility belt. Sorry, round me like a utility belt for, <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the day, hiding the shame. And VAR could have changed that. 129 likes on that. So well done, Josh. We'll give it a go. Uh, Jay says, this is golden. Celtic 69, nearly ratioed, Josh, with 32 likes on a reply. Impressive stuff. He says, I'd go back and stop myself from telling the entire class that I had a great bondage session with my mother over the weekend. It meant bo I meant <laughs> bonding. But it was at a time when "ige" or A-G-E was getting added to the end of every word. Ownage, for example. VAR could have stopped me from being known as Billy Bondage for years. <laughs> Very good. Um, faux compliments. So we were asking last week about so a compliment that you get given and you then go, hang on a minute. You just, yeah, yeah. You just sort of, is it a sort of power move compliment? And now... This this comment is I can't it's all over the it's place. Just, just I've got one just before you go into that. We had the yeah. one on the fighting cock this week. Um, the, one of our you know my mate Windy who he he does the extra inch, and we released our podcast before they did for some reason. And um, this bloke tweeted at Windy at 
and the other guys are involved, Bardi and Nathan. At them. Uh, oh, I see the um, the extra inch isn't up, so I guess I'll just have to listen to the fighting cock. And then added us in it. Like, <laughs> but what what do what do we take away from that? Like, firstly, fuck off. Don't listen to it if you don't want to. But secondly, they don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear it. You've just gone out your way to be a knob for some reason. <laughs> just don't do that. Yeah, that's all. That's a good way of putting it, Cavern. A passive-aggressive compliment. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Right. So, Helga Cusick. Now, uh, Helga, just because of your name, I don't know if there's a language barrier here, but count... Count the flexes in this comment. Where he sort of flexes himself within it. Just count them. So what was that a compliment bit? He said, I just I just experienced something like this. Like sorry, I just experienced something like this. I was catching up with my two two of my former master's degree course mates. Ding. They told me an, yeah. they told me another course mate of ours, top student, similar to myself. Ding. <laughs> has gone on to PhD studies and his big aim is to quickly become my lecturer as I'm still doing my masters. On top of that, he'd apparently love, he'd love it to give me a grade F. I was assured these should be taken as a compliment. Quite confusing, but also just sort of, sort of rammed it with flexes there. <laughs> I don't know if you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's sort of lost in translation a little bit. I don't know, but um, you know, good luck with the PhD. Get your um, get your faux compliments in, because uh, I do want to keep that going. Slugs in the world, <laughs> oh yeah. At Wrestle Planet, who's got forty five k subs. Congrats, Wrestle Planet. So if you're, into, look. if you're into your wrestling, go check out Wrestle Planet. He said, "Please never say Zaha bummed Moise's daughter while I'm at Poundlord's self checkout ever again." <laughs> A bunch of strangers are now left wondering why I was uncontrollably laughing at the tills. This adding to their confusion as to why things are more than one pound. I didn't. I didn't right, last Wrestle uh, Wrestle Planet is uh, he crafts nice thumbnails as well. Yeah, good. Cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, one yeah. sent one sentence words. Do you remember you were talking about curry? You were saying he said curry, and we were trying to figure out. I've never heard that in not the curry the curry uh, favor. Yeah. Yeah, curry favour. Yeah, that's it. Curry favour. Is that ever used in another sentence? So, uh, Giraffe Boy. Oh, no, sorry. First of all, Sludge Puppy. Good name. He said, curry as a term exists in mathematics, computer science. It's used with regards to anonymous functions. You curry, brackets, basically pass values to it. So, for curry favours, oh. I think you can think of it as passing along favours. My own integration. Don't shoot me. Edit. Flav then gives a definition of it. The term curry in maths comes from a mathematician called Haskell Curry. I don't know anything about some mythical horses. That's what you were talking about last week. I thought that was interesting. Mm. Uh, Giraffe Boy said two words that you could use elsewhere, I suppose, but I've only ever heard them used in football slash sports setting. Drubbing and aplomb. I don't think you'll ever hear no, a plomb. Sorry, go on. A plomb you will. A plomb, a, a plomb is common. You, you, you've heard it. It's not often used, but you, it's common English. Do you have to, um, if you're going to have plom, a plom, will you always have finished in the uh, in the sentence? Or finished with a plom? Yeah. It's doing something with ease, isn't it? Um, yeah. With a certain grace. Is that right? Plum. That's it. Drubbing of the opposition. Yeah, I think you see drubbing elsewhere. So it's self-confidence or assurance, especially when in a demanding situation. Right. 
So yeah, I mean, so I, I'm good. That's a no drubbing draft boy. Drubbing a, is a good one. Yeah, yeah, drubbing does seem exclusive to football, but uh, more so. Is there a word that is only used in one sentence? That's what we're looking for. Nicknames. Um, Salvation ninety six. A man called Clive in our <laughs> at our local Legion had a heart attack. They had to use a defibrillator to bring him back. He's now called Come Alive Clive. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> come alive Clive come alive Clive <laughs> best outs so these are uh, the best outs in life to get yourself out of the situation Liam Moran says 94 sorry Liam Moran 94.56 says best outs giving advice to someone and following up with I don't know though just in case it all goes tits up good option mm. uh, Ellis Scar says uh, when uh, when someone on Twitter says from a fan insert club because this that somehow gives their opinion validity yeah. and gets them out of any suggestion of bias tough isn't it tough to, tough to yeah, get out exactly. of get out yeah. of the accusation of bias is there a way to get out of the accusation of bias yeah. i don't know that's class that's class from a brentford fan yeah uh and jack total too tall best out for anything explosive diarrhea no one in history has heard explosive diarrhea as an excuse being given and responded. Go on, then give us a look. It's the most bulletproof out ever. There you go. True. Because I think that's a good one there. Because you, you sort of there's an idea of sort of a shame there. Like I don't want to tell you this, but sadly, I've got explosive diarrhea. And so it, the person who you're giving the excuse to straight away is like, oh, of course, no, of course. They sort of back off. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. You just go. You just go do what you got to do because it's explosive. Get away from me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just get away from me. Yeah. Right. And we finished off with some sweet spots, which I'm desperate to continue. Right? We're trying to create the perfect day, Flav said last week. It's a good point. And we were talking about the balcony and enjoying, uh, you know, you've, you've got a little tingle after your first day out in the sun. Mrs. is going to be in the shower for at least 40 minutes. And you know, you're there, you're lovely, you're clean, and you open that first bottle of beer, or whatever it may yeah. be. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Anyway. Sludge Puppy's back with a sweet spot. <laughs> well, this is interesting. Get your take on this. Taking a shit that leaves no mess. You go to wipe and come up clean. Always leaves a smile on my face. <laughs> I can't help but tell my girlfriend every time it happens. Oh, you'll never guess what. <laughs> That's grim. That is grim. Do you know what my, my missus... Um, do you know what I, It's sort of through the pressure of... like If I need the toilet because like, I'm not feeling great and it's it's one of them, right? And you've then been in there probably longer than you would like to, right? I feel like I've got to sell it a bit when I come back out, right? What? Why? Why not just ignore the fact that you've been in there? Well, no, because if, if you've been there like... Because you want to... Especially when you've got a... Like, a, a you know, young kids, you kind of need, you need to work as a team a lot of the time. And so you're sort of leaving mm. them alone. So if I've gone, because like, I've got a bad stomach or whatever it might be, and I've been in there for longer than what would be classified wee time, let's say, then I feel like on the way out, <laughs> well, I, I felt like I've been told since that I don't need to do this. But I'll come out of the toilet and as, as I catch your eye, I'll go like this. I'll go... <sighs> <laughs> I'll puff out my cheeks and she'll go, she'll go, don't do that. I don't no, need you no. to do that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're destroying the romance and the yeah. mysticism of your relationship. Not I that. But I do, oh. I think, is, I think she thinks, I'm worried she's thinking I've been on my phone for 10 minutes. 
You have though. You've used that. You are. (laughs) No, I am, but I'm. But I've struggled with it as well. You do (laughs) both things at the same time, right? Uh, Anyway, Uh, Devang. It's an interesting one in terms of creating perfect days. Is something I need to put into my daily routine. Sweet spot. I wake up. My heart is racing faster than ideal. I have a. I have a sip of cool water and I'm calm. No longer tired, freshly awake. Feels sweet. I don't really do that. Maybe that's what I should do. Do you ever have water first thing after you wake up? Uh, yeah, yeah. I take water to bed. Um, and uh, I, I first want to get up and have water. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> yeah, good podcasting. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fully uh, hydrated most of the day. Even grief. Sweet spot. I don't know, is this a thing? When you're grating a big block of cheese and you finally get down to the point where you can properly grip the block of cheese, that's a sweet spot. Is that a sweet spot? You're not fucking listening, are you? You're doing the face. Jim, I've got a podcast to to do in like 15 minutes with two people and I'm trying to prepare at the same time. I'm running out of time. (laughs) I don't want to cut the podcast. Give me 30 30 seconds. Give me 30 seconds. All right, okay. Because I've got sweet spots here, you prick. Right? (laughs) Lewis Williams, just check it in. Completely robbed this off of TikTok. I'm generally sitting there going, do you want to fuck it? Do you want to fuck it? Do you want to fuck it? Because these are good sweet spots and then we're wasted on you doing the fucking, the the, the glare where you're not listening. Right? I'm listening, you Jim. You go concentrate on your podcast. No, 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 no Jim, I'm listening. No, no, that's it. Jim, I'm listening. No. Oh, you've got my undivided I don't want it. I'm I don't want it because I'm, I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm not going to enjoy the sweet spot. I'm <laughs> not going to enjoy listening. it. It's too I'm late. Listening. I'm listening. It's too late. No, no. Right? Guys, do not become a patron. You're wasting your time because he's just going to be working on something else. It's not that I'm working on something else. <laughs> I didn't realise the time and I suddenly started panicking and I've got that's two fine. people well, I've got to talk to and right. I'm not prepared. Let's, let's make the move. Let's make the move. That's it. That's it. Go on, read them out. Is Jeff and over? Find out next week. Goodbye, everyone. Do you want to say anything before we go? Make sure you check out Flash Podcast. I bet I think it's going to be brilliant. <laughs> it's not because I'm not prepared. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, everybody. It's all good. Right, we'll be back next week. Just come back. See you <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 